welcome to Those Catholic Shrinks, the podcast about mind, body, and spirit. I'm Lisa. And I'm Regina. We're two Catholic therapists following the call of Jesus in our vocations and in our profession. So put the kettle on, grab your favorite tea, and let's get started. Hey everyone, we are back. It is that fun back to school time. I opened the Sunday paper the other day and there was school supplies. Oh. So that's what we're going to be talking about. This is Lisa with Those Catholic Shrinks and, and with me is... Regina. Hi guys. Hi. And we also have a third guest again, Jenny. <laughs> yeah. She's joining us. So you might hear some baby squeaks, but right now she's snoozing, so... Got a feeling she's going to sleep through the whole thing. Nice. Before we get started, Regina, what are you drinking? So I'm breaking the rules a little bit today, and I'm actually drinking a sparkling water. Um, I won't say the brand, but (laughs) (laughs) um, I've been experimenting with a few different ones. And this one is a combination of strawberry and cucumber. And I'm not really a big fan of artificial strawberry flavor usually, Mm. like that, but the cucumber convinced me to buy it. Mm. But surprisingly, the cucumber is not strong in this, and the strawberry is not in that weird artificial. Yeah, it's not overpowering. So it's Mm -hmm. a nice, um, when it's a hot day, it's a nice little refreshing way to get some water in your body without feeling bored (laughs) of drinking water and it is sweltering in florida right now oh my gosh it's this is like i think it's one of the hottest summers on record actually wow that makes me feel so much better because it's been really hot and i'm like am i losing my ability to tolerate the heat like what's going on (laughs) no i think yesterday i checked the temperature and it was it was 11 o'clock in the morning and the feels like temperature was 100 degrees wow it was already 100 at 11 o'clock it's like hence my sparkling water kick so if you go to my fridge in my house you will see a whole drawer dedicated just to sparkling bubbly water cans so (laughs) i am also breaking the rules and i am drinking coffee oh yes (laughs) because i have a four-year-old a two-year-old and a Mm two-month-old so i need all the caffeine i can get Yes. Especially because the four-year-old decided he was going to stay up until 1030 last night, popping in and out of his room. Yeah. Because he was so excited about back to school. Uh, Ah, Ironically is what we're talking about today. Yes. Yes. And then he also decided at 2 a.m. in the morning he was ready to go to school now. So he didn't go to bed till 1030 because he was so excited. And then he woke up at 2 a.m. because he was so excited. And we had to explain to him, school's not open yet, buddy. They're still closed. Nobody's they there. They are still closed. Your teachers are still in bed asleep. Please let them still be in bed asleep. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah. hilarious. So, so yeah. coffee it is for me. Coffee. And maybe we should say a disclaimer for this episode. We're going to talk about going back to school, but just mm-hmm. for anyone to know that You know, we're not necessarily advocating one decision or another, Mm -hmm. but we're just talking about the dynamics of what's happening in our world right now. You know, back to school in COVID times, we thought was a unique topic to talk about. And so, yeah, and we know that some of our listeners have decided to go back to school. So, and knowing there's so much stress and anxiety that comes with that. So we thought it would be helpful to those that have made that choice, like to cover like helpful things to help get through that and help transition the littles. This is like easily the most unique back to school time ever. Right. It's just crazy. Has anyone had to worry about this going back to school? At least not here in the United States. You know, that's not been a concern or an issue. Mm -mm. And just, I think, you know, there's already 
one of the things that I think is super stressful about back to school is unknowns, you know, who's my teacher going to be? Am I going to have friends? You know, am I going to be in a different building? Am I moving from elementary school to middle school or middle school to high school? Like Mm -hmm. so much of the anxiety from back to school, at least for little kids, right, right, is the unknowns. And honestly, for parents too. Like, yeah. And now you put COVID in and the unknowns just became exponential because at least, you know, you were giving them to a teacher who knew. Like teachers know. Right. I've been doing this for years and, you know, God bless our teachers. And now even the teachers are like, look, we're playing it by ear. We're just rolling with the punches. And and so I think that is going to increase anxiety so much because there's so many unknowns. Mm-hmm. And nobody knows. Nobody's been through this before. Right. So you can't ask a friend like you've been through a pandemic <laughs> at the beginning of school. How did it go for you? Right. Like, what no. should I do in this situation? Yep. Whoever you ask are going to be like, I don't know. <laughs> That's exactly it. And I think, too, adding on like that so many parents have been grappling with this choice yeah. for months and months and months. It's like, are we, are they even going to open schools back up? Okay, they are opening schools. The start date t- keeps changing. Can you right. do in full time or are you going to do virtual? Can you do part time virtual or not? Like, if mm-hmm. you don't do in person, is it going to affect the kids' ability to play sports? And wow. there's just so many choices that come with it. And I think so many parents have just felt there's all kinds of feelings that come with it anxiety and fear and guilt and excitement, like being excited for your kids to go back to school, but then feeling guilty at the same time, like opposing right. emotions. Right. Ooh. Right. Should I, you know, do I think this would be helpful for my child to be with their friends and, you know, get exposure from, you know, somebody who's a professional educator versus <laughs> me, you know, trying to piece it together over the past few months? Uh-huh. Or, you know, does that even matter, right? Should I be worried about their health and the health of other people? And I'm, am I putting more vulnerable people at risk by sending them to school? And so it's mm-hmm. just these big existential, like sort of moral questions that yeah. you have to juggle with on top of just normal everyday back to school check off lists. Yeah. Yeah. Like exactly like you're saying, like huge, big questions. And then but I have a job. Exactly. You might not even have a choice. <laughs> I <know>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, like I have a full time job and my kids need to go back to school and I've been hobbling along for a while or I've been on furlough. Mm-hmm. Or, like everybody's situations exactly. are so unique. There isn't a model for, okay, this is what normal back to school looks like right now. Mm-hmm. And maybe the model of your normal back to school is completely disrupted. Right. Um, and maybe some people have had to get new jobs or. You know, talking about what has been probably a lot of people's journey and experience of, you know, making a decision about, you know, going back to school and just how hard it is. And we yeah. just want to affirm that that's yeah. it's tough. And I don't think there is an easy answer. No, there you isn't. Know? And I think that's the thing is like as you're listing it, it feels very chaotic. And it right. feels like what can I possibly do in all of this exactly. to help? And I think that's a big part of what we want to talk about is like, okay, everybody's situation is so unique. So there isn't going to be, spoiler, we don't have like a blanket solution for this. Right. (laughs) We've never done this before either, guys. No. Yes. I actually just dropped, I actually just dropped Jim and Joe off right before we came in to record today Mm -hmm. for the first time. And Andy and I were talking about how strange it was, like how drop off was just completely different and Mm. we didn't know what to expect or, you know, so like, no, we don't have answers either. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Um, But I think what we did want to do is give you guys tools. And I think that's what's so helpful is like, yes, it's good to talk about the stressors is what we've just done so like we acknowledge like this is really hard and really unique and then 
what can I do? Right. So I'm excited to talk a little bit more about like things you can actually do to help your kids and your family. So there's two things in that, you know, helping your kids one-on-one and then helping the like family system make this big transition together. Right. Um, So Regina, you had some really cool ideas. Yeah. So I think the first thing, one way you can help in the situation is for you to remain as calm as possible. So Mm -hmm. as a parent, even though internally you might be struggling and worried, you know, did I make the right decision, whatever decision that might have been for your kids, just remembering that you are the role model and the example and your kids are going to follow your lead. Mm -hmm. So the more that you can at least fake being calm on the outside, (laughs) they're going to feel calm and excited. So if you're excited about going back to school or you're excited about virtual learning or whatever it might be, you know, they're going to be excited about it. So the more positive you can be, the better they're going to be at embracing that. If you're positive about the masks, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then in addition to that, I would engage them in some conversation so you know how they're doing. Ask them what they think about either going back to school or home learning. They might have a preference. Mm -hmm. So hopefully you Hopefully you've already done that by this point, right? (laughs) Um, But I think it's okay to keep checking in with them, especially in the first month or two of school, the school year, checking in and asking, how are you doing? How are you feeling about all of these changes or whatnot? And thinking of maybe tapering off those types of conversations as the year goes on, Mm -hmm. because we don't want to, again, feed anxiety or create something that's not there. I mean, I've just been hearing a lot of situations from my neighbors and whatnot that all the students have been starting at different times. And the ones that live near me, their kids have been back for a while and just talking about how excited and ecstatic they are, just how it was so great for them to be with their friends. And so Mm -hmm. as adults, sometimes we juggle all of these worries and concerns and we think about the complexity of these issues. Yeah. But, you know, maybe a child, you know, 10 year olds like, hey, I just want to see my friends. This is great, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. And so we think we have to have this big, deep conversation of, well, how are you doing mm-hmm. with all the adjustments at school and wearing yeah. a mask? And they're like, I'm fine. I get yeah. to see my friends. And so. Oh, I think, like, what was it? Last week I was um, stressing out because one of the back to school list supply items was cleaning wipes, disinfecting oh. wipes. And I'm like, school? You really think I can find those right now? Come on. And so like scouring this different stores, I'm stressing out about that. And it's like this um, this morning, Jimmy's like biggest thing he was excited about. He's like, I got a new water bottle. And I'm like, okay, yeah, his perspective is so different than mine. Exactly. Like he was stoked that he had a camo water bottle. I'm like, this is, does this so mean cute. that I can hide if I drink this? Am I hiding? I'm like, oh yeah, his, I'm over here like teachers are going to be upset because I couldn't find dis- disinfecting wipes. And he's over here like, I got a camo water bottle. Like, yeah. Our that perspectives is, are very different. That is adorable. That's amazing. Yeah. And so I think that's another reason why you want to check in and have the conversation mm-hmm. with them because you might not need to have this big life shattering conversation nope. like you think you might need to have. Just to ask them how they're doing. Yep. And that can be a huge relief, you mm-hmm. know, as a parent too. And then I would say, you know, whatever school choice you made, whether it's homeschooling, virtual, or back to school in person, getting a sense of a routine and a structure because we know that children really thrive when there's a consistency, structure, and routine. Mm -hmm. And so whatever that looks like for your family, as long as we can make it look consistent and some type of getting back into some type of routine is going to help them deal with any 
worries that they might have. Mm -hmm. It's just going to help them balance that a lot better, decrease their anxiety. And back to the conversation piece, you know, if you are having those conversations with your children and asking how they're doing, you know, an easy way to do that is at the dinner table. Mm -hmm. You could say, hi, low, what was your high part of the day, low part of the day? Mm -hmm. And if you want to get a little deeper with them, <laughs> talking mm -hmm. about, was did you, during your day, did you feel more like a mountaineer or a tour guide, right? Were you in control? Did you feel in control or out of control? So it's kind of a fun way using analogies to get at a theme that might be going on for them that they can't totally verbalize. Mm -hmm. So kind of making up a sentence and letting them fill in those blanks. Is this year more like a roller coaster ride to you or more mm -hmm. like a submarine? Like are you riding underneath and you're just going with it and it's smooth mm -hmm. sailing? Going with the flow. Or are, do you feel kind of bumpy and kind of not really in control and free falling, yeah. <laughs> right? Like a roller coaster might feel. So it's kind of a fun way to ask them fun questions in a, and get some information from them about how they might be processing or experiencing mm -hmm. it and having some family time. Yeah. Again, I think those conversations are a great way for you as a parent to model some of those ways of managing it because you could even share too how you felt how your day felt yeah. were you a roller coaster did it feel like a roller coaster ride for you being at work yeah or not at work you know yeah. and you'd be surprised how quickly they get into this so sometimes it can seem like oh well that's really planned out you know like mm -hmm. are we really gonna what was your high and what was your low at the dinner table like some people feel like that structure is, is almost feels artificial but like right. we actually do this at our dinner table so we do ours as um what was your favorite part of the day that's, yeah that's ours mm -hmm. and again like my oldest is four um and i think it was actually last night we sat down to dinner and we were just andy and i had just been like scrambling to get everything together on time and um we sit down we pray and we start eating and then jimmy just goes hey daddy what was your favorite part of the day and he started it. It was, like, Aww. super cute. Yeah. He's um, like, hey, you guys forgot this. Hey, right? you forgot this. <laughs> and to him, it's just a normal part yeah. of our dinner table conversation because for him, he's never known any different, you know? Mm -hmm. If you have older kiddos, I can tell you, like, working at the high school, like, they love this kind of stuff. Well, sometimes. Let me, let me put, <laughs> put a disclaimer on that. Sometimes high schoolers don't want to talk to you about anything. <laughs> but I will tell you, they like that you want to know. Yes. They might pretend that it's the worst thing ever. And, right. Oh, why are you asking me this? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Can I just eat my food in my room? Like, right. But secretly deep down, and I can tell you this from experience because I've talked to the teenagers about it, um, is they love that you want to do that with them. Right. Um, and so even though they might put up a fuss for it. Right. And it'll only be for a little while. Yes. If you keep it up, eventually they'll stop fussing. Eventually they do. If yep. you're willing to put up with the fuss. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's the hard part. And so, like, a lot of these things can, things can seem like, oh, that will feel so stilted or, no, after time. And it will at first. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to affirm that. It will at first feel somewhat artificial. But then you, it starts to become a lot of ways things that they look forward to. And it's just part of the family culture. Right. You know, and actually, if you think about it, it's the term culture, the, it, the root of that word means to care for. And so if these are the things we're doing, it's to care for our family. And the more we have these things in our families, the more children like feel like, OK, like 
school might be chaotic or might be different, but I'm going to come right. home and my family culture is going to care for me in those ways. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've heard people use lots of different names for it, like mm-hmm. roses and thorns or mm-hmm. peaks and pits. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can really make it into whatever language sounds great yeah. for your family. You could search on Pinterest too, Ecology yeah. Pinterest. <laughs> um, they have like whole lists of like questions you can ask your kids. Mm-hmm. And some of them are like super interesting. Like um, what was something that really challenged you today so what was something that you wish you could have done differently there's just Mm -hmm. lots of like conversational starters that really help because I think the point is not necessarily always to be like what sucked about your day or what was awesome but just to like begin a conversation where they feel open to be able to talk about their experiences right or even where did you see God in -hmm. your day today where where did God move and act in your day today you Mm -hmm. know anything to get that conversation going yes yeah absolutely those are just some tips, you know, as you guys are, as we're into the school year now and getting things back on track, um, however that looks for your family, those are ways that you can gauge, you know, if you might be worried about whether your child, you know, maybe wanted to go back to face-to-face school and you decided to keep them home. And so this is a great way to gauge and see how they're doing throughout, you know, whatever the circumstance. Or they were nervous about going and you decided as a family it was best to send them anyway, mm-hmm. right? And so these are great ways. And what really came to mind as we were thinking about this episode was that um, verse from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 6, verses 25 through 34, really reflecting on our anxiety and I just love that that passage because it's so mm-hmm. helpful for remembering that God is in control, mm-hmm. um, where he talks about not to worrying about your life. Um, he says, um, look at the birds, they neither sow nor reap, they gather nothing to their barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more important than they? Mm-hmm. And so when we sit and we have all of these questions, I just love to remember that of, wow, he, he loves me more than that mm-hmm. and he provides, you know, regardless and what are those moments where we can just really be open and abandon ourselves to um, just letting God work and letting yeah. him show us how he takes care of us, even in a crazy time like a pandemic yeah. <laughs> when we don't know what's happening. Back to school pandemic hurricane mm-hmm. season. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that yeah. He, is, he is there in that storm. And so I think that could even be a fun thing to do at the dinner table too or whenever is going over these verses together as a family mm-hmm. and reminding them. You're sort of coaching your kids. You're being intentional with the relationships and coaching them through whatever they might be feeling, whether it's loneliness or fear or anxiety about whatever the situation is. So remembering that God always takes care of us at the end of the day. Amen. So I think that's all we had planned for you guys today. We hope that helps and, you know, know that we are holding you all in prayer Mm -hmm. as we begin this academic year. And we just um, hope that everyone, that God keeps everyone as safe as possible. Yeah. And as always, subscribe to our podcast. If you like this, we'd love for you to tune in more and just kind of hear about the different things we've got to talk about. And don't forget to email us if you have any questions. It's thosecatholicshrinks at gmail.com. Thanks so much, guys. See you next time.